Your host, Katie Thomas, is the Director of Portfolio Services at New Day Solutions, a firm offering expertise in retirement planning with more than 25 years of experience, dedicated to high net worth individuals, families, and business owners. We work with you to have a coordinated approach for your comprehensive investment goals, providing concierge service for all generations from a team who can see things from your side of the table. Go to NewDaySolutions.com for more information. Working with your investments, retirement, insurance, estate, or tax planning, or just dealing with everyday expenses, your money matters. Let KT Thomas help you make the most of it. This is KT's Money Matters. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. This is KT Thomas at KT's Money Matters, coming to you with your tips and quips and financial ideas and ways to grow money, save money, make more money, make it work for you, make it speak to you, make, make it uh, help you figure out how to get you and what you want to accomplish out of the money that you have and the money that you make. And along that vein, you know, being the hardworking woman, you know, writing the hardworking woman's guide to money, you know, I think a lot and I envy a lot of hardworking women. And I get to see some women that just have these amazing businesses and, and build them out of, you know, an idea, you know, start on one thing and then decide that they're going to embrace their passion. And I know from some of the feedback that I've gotten from the Money Matters community that there are a lot of people out there thinking about, you know, how to start their business. And, and so I always try to filter a little bit of that into my regular shows about how you do it for yourself. You know, um, I just have been self-employed a long time and I find it takes a certain kind of person to take the leap of faith. And so when I met Jen DeRoche, she said, why don't you come and do this presentation with us? And she had this whole, I'll tell you a little bit about it in a minute. It was really kind of like really one of the most amazing nights of my year so far. And the year's almost over. So this is a really big deal. And at the Impact Series in Portsmouth, which was 200 women four speakers doing a really uh, kind of outrageous, no notes, no slides, no podium talk about some big moment in their life and how they equate that to making an impact to moving forward. And so I was flattered to be considered. And I got to talk a little bit about um, the stroke that I had 10 years ago, which I've talked about before, and about how the mistakes I made there and about how people make mistakes in their finances. And then I got to thinking that Jen, who was the host of this great event, her story is probably pretty interesting too. And she didn't even get a chance to share her story that night. So I thought we might have her on KT's Money Matters to talk a little bit about how she decided to go from being an architectural engineer to an entrepreneur running the wild, adventurous life and Lainey Luz in Exeter, which is uh, whatever, like a great little gourmet, organic healthy, lovely food place and cafe, and uh, how she did all of this from, uh, from jumping off from an, a, d- a degree in engineering. So, Jen, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. So, engineering, architectural engineering, I think about that as very kind of right brain. It's very structure and process-oriented. You spent quite a bit of time in manufacturing and, pro- and program director. 
and you were doing pretty well, but this was not the this was not going to be your calling. What happened that made you decide that it was time to try something completely different? Yeah, it's funny how, you know, life takes us in crazy directions. And for me, you know, a pivotal moment in my journey was that I decided, uh, you know, after studying dance for 15 years as a child and, and missing that part of my life, I decided to focus on yoga a little bit more, sort of in my, you know, health and wellness regimen. Mm-hmm. And just absolutely fell in love with it. And my teacher along the way said, I'm doing teacher training. You should come in to this training. It's pretty intense, but you don't have to be a teacher. It's okay. You can just develop your practice a little bit further. And so I made the decision to commit to this training along that lines. And literally the first weekend, the first day within the first session, we did the work of Byron Katie. And part of her process is to ask yourself about your personal story and whether your personal story is true. And so the story that I examined was around my career. I had been so focused on my career at that point for nearly 20 years. And I asked myself, you know, is my success, am am I defined by my career, even though uh, I'm very, you know, I'm disconnected from it. I'm not feeling, you know, that passionate about, you know, the industry that I'm in. And I had to answer truthfully. And the truthful answer was, no, this isn't going to define you. And it was at that moment that I made the decision that I was going to go a different way. And so you did this in a number of stages. The first thing you got in 2012 was your certificate to teach yoga. And then in addition to that, you then started to look at uh, holistic wellness, especially as it pertains to food and started to add that piece the following year. Now, during this time, you were actually still doing your day job? Yes, I was still in my corporate career and uh, that career was very intense. I was a business development uh, manager. I was essentially like the second or third top person in the company uh, helping drive a $50 million organization and, you know, top responsibility with external sales, business management, and, uh, you know, like basically nurturing our customers and uh, our outside voice, brand voice. And that was a lot that was, I was traveling around the world, but I just knew I needed to take some time to focus on my own health and wellness because in, you know, before I started the yoga teacher training, I started to feel just really disconnected from my physical body and develop kind of crazy little weird illnesses. And uh, so I, I took the control of my health by changing my diet and, and just putting much more emphasis on the holistic approach of mind, body, and spirit. And that's really what led me back again to you know movement and connection with yoga. And so you made this move in 2013, which was really, you know, I know a lot of people that do life coaching and uh, health and wellness coaching. But really, you were kind of like early into it before, really before your peers were trying to make their way in it. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I had seen an article. I was on a trip in Minneapolis. I'd seen an article in the paper that popped up, you know, outside my hotel door that talked about this woman that was making paleo muffins. And I was like, oh my God, I thought I was the only one that knew about paleo, (laughs) which of course I wasn't, but no one was talking about it in my, you know, my circles. And and she was a health coach and she had gone to this place called Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And I dove in to see what's this all about? What is a health coach? I'd never heard of it. Didn't have any friends that were going through the program. And um, I, I carried that article with me in my briefcase for a year before I signed up. 
and it was really, you know, it was the progression of making the decision to take control of my career, that first session at yoga teacher training to deciding that, you know, wow, if I've held, if I've been able to, you know, uh, heal myself with food in a more holistic wellness approach, uh, maybe I can inspire others to do that too. And I didn't really know what that looked like. I thought I was going to become, you know, a health coach and just meet with women uh, one-on-one. And of course, you know, we know now that my life took a very different uh, turn after that. Yes, you bet. You built a much bigger idea. So not just like a small little health and wellness coaching business where you catered to women in the local community, but a big, big idea in the wild adventurous life, which you formed in 2014, which was you know, a big leap to decide that you're going to build your career on the idea of interesting and entertaining experiences that allow you to combine these other skills that you already have with some of the skills you brought from your old, you know, from your old career, like the ability to visualize it and see what the process is going to be and figure out the work. So why don't you tell my listeners a little bit about the Wild Adventurous Life and how you decided to jump and go for it? Yeah, growing up in northern Vermont, I have this love for nature and really, you know, I feel so at peace when I'm in nature, whether it be at the top of a mountain or just stuck in the middle of the woods. And, you know, I love to mountain bike and hike and do those sort of things. And so, you know, that peace, that sense of peacefulness that I get when I'm, when I'm surrounded by nature, I wanted to harness that feeling and help women in particular, you know, to feel that in their life as well. It's oftentimes, um, I'm not a mother, but I, you know, a lot of my friends are. I see, you know, the craziness of their life and then mixing in a career and just the intensity of how fast they're running through life. And I wanted them to, you know, come back home to themselves through health and wellness, the way they ate, but through this feeling of, of peacefulness. And so I thought I could inspire through the lens of adventure and for me, adventure is about being in nature for sure, but it doesn't always have to be that. It's actually a mindset that can be related back to the yogic mindset of the beginner's mind. And the idea for me is that, you know, when we go on a trip and we have an agenda, if something goes wrong, that can be, it can, that can really throw you off. And all of a sudden you can be like, this trip is ruined because we just got a flat tire. But if you tell yourself that you're going on an adventure, and you're just jumping in the car and see what happens, then that flat tire, that becomes like an element that is so amazing within that story when you're telling it the next time around. So it's just a simple, yeah, it's a reframing of the way life is. And so I like to think that adventure's spirit can be infused in every decision that we make in our lives. And that includes starting a business, making a career change, leaving an unhappy relationship, whatever it may be, if we just say, mm, let's see what happens. It's going to be an adventure. It will feel better and we'll be more capable to take on whatever comes our way with that type of mindset. You know, you made, you made me kind of laugh when you were talking about the great adventure because I have a couple of girlfriends that I ride, ride bicycles with really regularly. I like to do long distance triathlon. And one of the things you know, they'll be like, where are we going today? And I'm like, well, really, it doesn't matter. We need to ride for like three hours. And I thought we would just go explore this. And so they call it KT's Great Adventures. Because <laughs> it's like, it. we never really know where we're going to go. And it really doesn't matter because the whole idea is just, just be out on your bikes like kids. Absolutely. And you're more open to whatever comes your way. And it's just a beautiful, I think it's a beautiful way to live. And now it's not saying that 
we don't obviously pay attention, set goals, you know, be clear with our objectives, all those things. Like I think there's plenty of room in our lives to live on both sides of that. That's right. And I think people get caught up in the, you know, being in the track and moving forward and moving forward and moving forward. They, you know, seldom pick their head up and look around and say, you know, how, what could I, what different thing could I try that, I, that I've never done before, or a place that I've never been before, or an experience that I've never shared before, to, you know, to just go try to engage it. And so the idea that you've built a whole offering around this is really so, so exciting. You know, I'll just tell my audience, my, my listeners that, so you had to be in a room with, you know, 200 women that were like on their feet and completely in, in this sold out venue. And it was just exciting to even be like a little part of it and to just watch the connectivity that you had in the room. And so you started this business in 2014. You've done a few of these impact series, which is kind of one of your, one of your key offerings in uh, the wild adventurous life. And each year it's grown so much that you finally had to change venues this year. And then you still sold out that venue. So mm. tell a little bit about the Impact Series and about how you came to decide to do that. Yeah, so in Laney and Lou uh, attracts an amazing contingent of our community. And so I'll get into conversations with people on, you know, what do you do? And why are you doing the things that you're doing? And, and especially love to talk to entrepreneurs or, or uh, you know, people that have started their own businesses. And so what inspired your business and how's that going for you? And when you deep, deep dive into those stories, you start to find elements that are very similar in each person's story. Like everyone came to a crossroads. Everyone had to make a decision whether they were going to leap or not. Everyone has, of course, you know, uh, hit a lot of bumps along the way. And so these elements are very similar to Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. And so I've done a fair amount of reading on his analysis of, you know, every great hero hits a certain number of milestones along their journey. And we all hit the threshold. We need to make a decision. Are we going to step into the cave, as he calls it, or not? And so those of us that choose to step into the cave, we, we don't know. The cave's dark and it's scary and we don't know what's going to come. But we're driven by something deep within ourselves that is so important that we couldn't bear the thought of not crossing the threshold. And so I love to hear these stories at Laney and Lou. And so I decided like, wow, wouldn't this be really cool if we were just sitting around a fire at a wild adventurous life retreat and listening to these stories. And I thought, well, that's great. And, you know, you can get 10 or 20 people around a fire, but then what if we were in a larger uh, venue and that's where Liar's Bench came in and something that's raw and stripped down and literally a garage where we're just sitting around or standing around listening to someone tell their story. And that's how the first two went. But then I wanted to reach even more people. And that's how we managed to get to 3S for the last one. And and to be able to present a stage uh, for these people that are are choosing to cross the threshold and are choosing to you know wade through the valleys and climb the mountains is so important because I think it not only gives light to the true authentic person, not the one that you see on social media or in their business, but the true person gives light to that, but then provides a platform for people to say, wait, I've had a very similar experience. Like I can see myself in that person. Maybe I can be on that space, that stage someday. And that's truly like where the impact comes in my opinion is, is showing people that so someone might look super successful. They might be super successful, but they had to work really freaking hard to get there. And it's yes. possible that 
you went through something similar. You know what I mean? So like your story with, you know, being an athlete and a hard charger and then having to slow down because your body said, mm, we, we have something else. <laughs> in rethink <my> this. <laughs> and, and like, and the way you came out of that with so much strength and grace, I mean, it's incredible the feedback that I got from our community about that because uh, those that have, um, that are dealing with, you know, disease or, you know, things like phys- in the physical body, like they were like, wow, that was so moving, so powerful. And they get fueled by that, which is so beautiful. Yeah. And you could just feel like the, you know, the whole kind of cycle back and forth between the audience and the four speakers and their story. And it was just, you know, like it was just such an amazing event. And so, you know, I always encourage people, like if you're, if you're looking to be ignited, right? If you're looking for the opportunity to kind of wake up what you think about and how you might think about the future, you know, depending upon where you are in the world, because I, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have people listening to my podcast from, you know, not just New England, but from from really actually crazy London and uh, all over the world. And so what I'll say to you is that these kinds of small grassroots business ideas that flourish in different communities, I think that you know, Exeter is such a great community with which your which with with which your cafe is in that allows you to interact with people, and then ultimately Portsmouth is a great community for it as well. Is that you know the challenge to a listener is to find a community like that and open yourself up to be inspired to think about something maybe even bigger than what you're thinking about today. Mm-hmm. But Impact Series is not the only thing that we do at the Wild Adventurous Life. So there are a number of other things that you do throughout the course of the year. And uh, I think this one is actually, uh, besides health and wellness workshops, which I think, you know, those kind of events and retreats for yoga and the rest are all kind of like in the base things that you do. But you also do this thing called Bring a Badass, which I felt like we had to talk about that. So (laughs) tell everybody what that's about. Yeah, I feel like this is like right in my sweet spot of what I want Wild Adventurous Life Experiences to be about. And you could call it Bring a Badass, which is what we call it. But a lot of people were saying Be a Badass, which I was like, that works too. Yes. <laughs> you can call it that too if you want. Because whether you are the badass when you're walking in or you're bringing some with, someone with you to this event that you think is a badass, which is a really nice way to recognize that them, you know what I mean? And appreciate them. There's like always these layers to what I try to do. I try not to be too one-dimensional with my events. So, so Bring a Badass originally was literally just come to this place, bring a badass friend, and we're just going to get together and see what happens. And in the meantime, you know, if you want to donate to this organization that we were featuring, then please do so. And it was amazing that 75 people showed up. The energy in the room was bonkers. You could barely hear yourself talking. It was so loud in there. And the relationships and connections that came out of that night were so inspiring to me. And uh, so now I'm taking that event to the next level. In fact, um, was just talking to a couple of folks about speaking at that event. Now I want to do a curated panel and then move into the networking portion of this. And I really like, I like to curate the experience so that it's not forced, but you walk in and you just go like, wow, I'm fully here. And I'm just experiencing this in so many different ways. Like my senses, my, you know what I mean? I'm totally in. That's right. Really excited to to be here and 
you know, like at impact, like I labored over the lighting I, because I, I think all of those little things are so critical. You walk in the door and you just go, yes, I, I'm meant to be here right now. You know, absolutely. And that's exactly how it felt. I mean, it yeah. was just amazing how connected the audience was right away. Yeah, it's going to be really, really cool. So with Bring About Us this time, the panel discussion, to me, I really want to talk to women that are, and I'm going to peel back the layers in terms of why they do what they do and how they're doing it, but really living into their badassery. And, you know, it's like being courageous, being brave, taking risks, playing outside of the box, those types of things, uh, and really bringing, bringing those things to the forefront. And I'm hoping to get like professional athlete, uh, a killer executive, like just the people that are rising above. And that's right. Frankly, like in areas that are typically dominated by males. And that's not to say this is all about female power, but I think it's important for us as women to highlight, uh, you know, women that are really living into their passions as passionately as their male counterparts. That's right. Because then that way people have someone to, you know, to aspire to. They can see what that future looks like. It's easier to go where you can see than to go in the dark. And I think that, you know, there are those people that kind of jump off into the dark and go figure it out. Like you started this business out of, you know, your engineering degree. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's amazing and it's powerful and it's got all these different pieces to it. And there's another component to the business that we haven't even talked about, which is this kind of give back to charity component, which is, you know, truly amazing too. And the idea that you're, that you've, kind of taken the leap in the dark to try these things and try to figure them out and bring this with that level of passion and excitement. And I think that seeing that as somebody who says, geez, you know, I could do a little, maybe I could try this. And they're kind of having it hollering and on the fence, but to see what it looks like, to see, yes, you can get there. Mm. Very exciting. Yeah, we can create new paths. And, you know, in, in hiking, we call it bushwhacking. And I talked about in in some of my, you know, heart center leadership talks is that we we're meant to bushwhack our way and it's not pretty and you're going to get scratched up and you're going to wonder, oh my God, am I lost? And you're going to feel lost most of the time, but to create your own pathway is so beautiful because no one else is you first and foremost, right? So you can't follow, you can maybe follow a few footsteps that have been laid before you by other people. But to really own what you're meant to do, your own personal mission, like that is full on bushwhacking. And, uh, and, and so that's, that's a lot of the stuff that I like to talk about because we can, we can experience that on the mountain. You can right. take that inspiration back to you, into your career, into your entrepreneurship, whatever it may be. Well, that sounds very exciting. So like the last <laughs> thing that I want to say before I just go, let me just buy tickets. Talk about the charity component and why you do it. Yeah, I mean, at the center of everything that I do is contribution, community, and I've done a lot of work over the last, you know, four years as an entrepreneur to figure out my personal mission, to get clear on those words, to get clear on my core values, and for me, I totally light up with getting people in a room and uh, contributing to something that's bigger than ourselves. And, you know, we're lucky here in the Seacoast that we have a lot of very powerful people that are willing to, you know, put their money in places that, that do good. And, and we have a lot of amazing nonprofit groups. And so I feel like 
you know, I have a lot of privilege and it doesn't mean I'm rich, but I just realize that I have a lot of privilege and I, I, I have a lot of good in my life and always have, and not everyone has that opportunity. And so for me, I think that, you know, we can layer on the good, layer on the impact by uh, giving, you know, a portion or often all of our proceeds back to the nonprofit world. I do have to say, <laughs> and my, you know, my husband, who's always my greatest mentor, said like, babe, you, you got to get clear on how you're doing this because you need to make sure that Wild Adventurous Life is sustainable as a business. And um, that was very, it's very sage advice because right now Laney and Lou is my business and that's how, right. you know, that's, that's the money generator. It, it, there's never high margins in the restaurant world, but it, it is a profitable business. And so yes. I allow uh, Wild Adventurous Life to be a little bit more free in how I run that business. But I think Wild Adventurous Life has the opportunity to touch more and more and more people as a larger global lifestyle brand. That's my ultimate goal. And so therefore I do know that I need to uh, develop a more sustainable business model. At the same time though, I will never give up this idea of contribution. And even within Laney and Lou, like we, we give back uh, 1% of our revenue uh, back into our community into underserved community, like community members. And, you know, that's not a small number. So uh, it's just so exciting for me to be able to do that. And I think it, you know, that's what brings abundance. And you know what I mean? I don't feel limited when I give money away. I feel, I feel like I'm expanding. feel like empowered. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because this time of year and this time of year is sort of like, you know, the bells are ringing everywhere and they're the, the difference between those of us who have plenty and those of us who who don't is it's never more salient than this time of year to see how many people are at need. And so how you think about structuring your time and, and your resources to help people in your community, I think is just, first of all, I think it's awesome that you do it. And, you know, I got um, an email from Suzanne, who is my cohort at uh, Casa of New Hampshire, which is my charity of choice. And they were the they were the benefactors of my speaking. And one of the great things was she actually got a volunteer. Oh, fantastic. And she was just like, she's like, oh my God, oh my God, happy Monday. I just want to let you know that I got a new volunteer from your event. And so it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't just the money. It was the awareness and the idea that she could locate somebody who didn't even know that they existed. Yeah, that's super powerful. I'm so glad that you shared that with me. <laughs> and it was just amazing. She said, she's like, happy Monday. And I'm like, oh, I got to tell Jen how great that was and how important it was to the charities too, because they really, it wasn't just a plug, you know, like that five second blurb, you know, we're doing this to provide money for ABC. It was really like a chance to talk about each charity so that people really understood why those charities mattered to the speakers and then why they might matter to them. It was really, well, I think that's really a cool, very cool piece. I- yeah, because I do feel like if people really are listening and they're connecting the dots, they'll be able to figure out what inspired you to choose that nonprofit because it wasn't by chance. You know what I mean? That's random. right. We didn't just trip in. <laughs> I look at a lot of nonprofits and, uh, you know, I like to put my resources where I think I can, can make a difference in the, in, the part of the, in the part of the community that I think needs it the most. And so high-risk mm-hmm. kids it needs it is one of those things I've felt, you know, blessed through my life. And I know not everybody gets that same opportunity. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I, you know, I feel like I should mention through my whole process is that, you know, back in 
you know, 2012 when I came home and I told my husband, I guess what, I'm going to leave my corporate career. And he looked at me like I was absolutely insane. You know, I, that was literally like the launching pad for us to totally rearrange our lives. Right. And, and that for us meant, you know, we, of course we had, we both had these, uh, you know, sort of amazing corporate careers and, um, and all the things that came from that. So literally we looked at each other and said, what does this mean? Like, what do we want for our lives? We made a decision like very soon after that to downsize our home, to sell our vehicles, to get rid of three quarters of the things that didn't serve us and to live a more frugal, less material oriented life that was just more alignment with who we are. And I mean, that was, I'm so glad that we went down to those types of building blocks in our lives, because if we had just kept going status quo and did all of this, it I would have failed. Would have, yeah. We would have been anchored by the old, if right. that makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I heard a speaker recently who had lost his house in one of those California fires a couple of years ago, not this most recent one, but a couple of years ago. And he said, it's actually liberating. He said to start, you know, he said we had like a cell phone that I had in my hand and the new puppy dog that we, as we ran away from our home, as it burnt to the ground, mm-hmm. he said that I got to then choose what got in. Yeah. And so the willingness to, the willingness to do it without having to have your house burned to the ground is pretty powerful. Yeah. You're pretty exciting. Yeah. And you know what? As a business person, it's not quite the same. Maybe it could be, but as a business person or as an entrepreneur, which I do think there are differences, but it, it, you got to be kind of willing to lose it all. That's and right. Willing to fail. Um, That's right. And, and fail sometimes spectacularly. Yeah. Yes. You know, I've had, you know, in, in my career, I've had some really great successes and I've had some really amazing learning opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I go into each one saying, you know, it's like, if I fail, you know, let me make sure that I learn something really important from this that I can then use the next time to whatever's coming next. But the idea of being willing to learn and being, you know, uh, Tammy, who works with me always says, you know, some people are on the risk, they're on the ledge and they're nervous and you're out on the edge doing backflips going, come on out here. The view is fantastic. And it's like, I just want to go. I'm like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we could, we could learn something. I try to, you know, obviously keep it in scale so that I don't, you know, go bankrupt in the process, but that if you don't try, you, you actually never succeed. And so, you know, you get to, they, there used to be some cutesy kind of business saying that was uh, losers lose once, winners lose every day, that you kind of have to be willing to put it on the line. And if mm-hmm. it doesn't work out, you learn from it and then you figure out what it is you're going to do next. Brilliant. So I don't know about you, but I'm incredibly motivated after this. I know, right? <laughs> so, so, Jen, if people want to learn more about the Impact Series or the Wild Adventurous Life, and we'll put these notes on our on our show notes as well, how would they how will they find you? Mm, well, you can find um, out about both of my companies, Wild Adventurous Life and Laney and Lou, through my personal website, which is Jennifer DeRosiers, D-E-S-R-O-S-I-E-R-S dot com. And you can find, I have three Instagram accounts, of course, but it's at Jennifer L. DeRosiers, at Laney and Lou Cafe, and at Wild Adventurous Life. Fantastic. And I'll make sure that that's attached to the notes. And as we come to the end of the year, I wish you a happy new year. And I'm excited to see what might come in 2019 from the Wild, the Wild Adventurous Life. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I wish you a very happy holiday season. Thank you. And to my listeners, 
think about your New Year's resolutions. What might you try differently? Maybe an adventure. Consider it until we speak again. Thanks for listening to KT's Money Matters with KT Thomas. For more information, past episodes, and show notes, go to www.ktsmoneymatterspodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe and recommend it at iTunes, Overcast, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.